Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. Just recently, I had the opportunity to sit down with the author of the Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook, Hope to Bringing Your Heart Back to Life, Jennifer Evas. She is a sought-after international conference speaker and an amazing leader in the body of Christ, and we had such a great conversation about how Jesus wants you to be free in every single area to thrive in what he's called you to do. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Pereira ministry sponsors. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries who does all of our equipment rental for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services who provides our financial accounting. The Harvest Family Network through which I am licensed and ordained, and of course, Life-Changing Productions, who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information about that on our website at ChristinaPereira.org. Today's episode is sponsored by Plexus Living Free. It's hard to do and be all that God has for us. World changers, the light of the world, when you don't feel your best. Most of the health issues we deal with today have the same roots of poor gut health, blood sugar imbalance, and inflammation. But you can address those issues with best-in-class plant-based supplements. Your body can come into balance and you can be healthy and thrive. That's exactly what Plexus products do. They improve your gut health, balance your blood sugar, and reduce inflammation naturally, helping you thrive from the inside out. Whether you're looking for immune system and active lifestyle support, improve digestion and nutrition, or balance your body through natural products, or even lose weight, Plexus products are an answer. Take this quiz and receive 10% off and free VIP membership on your way to health and happiness. Just enter code RJ10OFF. I've got a great offer for you guys today. Since we're talking about inner healing and deliverance, um, I have got a copy of Free in Christ by Pablo Batari and Jennifer actually, um, we talk about this in our interview today on how a lot of her methods, she's based off of this book uh, called Free in Christ. So make sure you get a copy of Free in Christ and Jennifer's book 
inner healing and deliverance handbook. I will have links to both of those in the show notes. And as always, when you do so, you help support Revealing Jesus. And I so appreciate that. So without further ado, let's listen in on my conversation with Jennifer. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and continuously enjoying the free favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me today. She is the author of the Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook. She is a sought-after minister and conference speaker. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Jennifer Evas. Hi, Christina. Thank you so much for having me be a part of this. I, I'm really honored. I was uh, reading through your book, and I absolutely loved your story, and I thought, how brave it was of you to really share this story. For those of you who haven't checked it out, it's called the Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook, Hope to Bringing Your Heart Back to Life. And, you know, honestly, we have all been through so much trauma over the last, uh, you know, five years or so with so many things going on in the world, but not only that, we just, we encounter trauma in everyday life. You know, in my walk, I've just found that we're not always taught exactly how to deal with it. And it's hard to be all that God has called us when we have these inner conflicting uh, things pressing us from the inside. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your story? Sure. Um, I've always been active in uh, deliverance ministry since I became a Christian. That was uh, largely in part of uh, experiencing a personal deliverance uh, a year after I became a Christian. I was delivered from a spirit of sorcery uh, to the chagrin of my church. I didn't believe that could happen to somebody who was saved and spirit filled, but it did happen to me. And, you know, it just it was connected to um, some occultism that hadn't been broken off in my life. I just didn't understand as a new Christian that we just had to, we had to break those things off there. You know, we make agreements with demons prior to our salvation in Christ. And as far as they're concerned, those agreements still hold until we actually repent of them, which is kind of like a legal, a legal way of, you know, destroying those, contracts, covenants, whatever you want to call them, um, you know, and it has nothing to do with our salvation. It just has to do with our peace on earth, to be honest with you. Um, but I ended up getting delivered and um, it was a little bit controversial. And then, you know, I uh, met my husband and we ended up in full-time ministry. And I noticed that there were other Christians that were having spiritual problems, um, but they were Christians. They were good Christians. And they loved Jesus. It wasn't about that. It was just simply they had things that um, lies they still believe, uh, you know, that were uh, open doors for demonic oppression uh, on, on various levels, sometimes some very serious levels. And we had drawn the conclusion back then that any part of your life that is in agreement with a lie, that part of your life is in agreement with Satan's kingdom until there is an exchange. So that was basically the premise. Uh, we used Pablo Batari's book as our foundation, uh, Free in Christ, you know, the four doors model. Um, but then, you know, I, I noticed that as we are, are you know, uh, working out our salvation with fear and trembling, 
um, from time to time things come up. And that's the goodness of God. He's not holding our history against us in some sort of condemning way. Sometimes uh, our history, things that we still believe that aren't his word, they get in the way of our future. And he's good to time things out when we're ready, prepare us and everything. But he's really preparing us to just make an exchange. Um, and for some people, that's not, you know, uh, it's not abnormal. It's not a terrible thing. They just kind of work through it. Other people, it's pretty serious. And um, that's what happened to me, though, is at age 47, um, my memories begin to come back. And that's a really um, kind of a scary thing to even talk about, because a lot of people are like, wow, what if I have something like that going? Well, um, here's what I want to tell you, if that is your story. Um, I think my story is extreme. Um, but a lot of people experience on some level what I did experience. And uh, if your memories come back, you know, it's because you're ready to face some things. You're at a place in your life where you're going to face some things that have damaged you that are calling the shots on your life. You just don't know it. It's subconscious. I call it the whisper underneath everything that's making decisions for you without you knowing it. Um, and, and so my memory started coming back because I had, um, all sorts of chunks of time growing up. I, I don't have any idea what happened. And I actually thought this was normal. Uh, and what I did know that happened, uh, was bad enough. I thought I dealt with it, but there's a whole nother narrative, uh, surrounding it. And so my memory started to come back and it was horrific. Um, I just mm -hmm. found out that I was connected to, um, all sorts of, um, occultism, like deep level Satanism, occultism. I've been subjected to that, um, occultic systems, pedophile systems, structures in Hollywood. My bio father was from Hollywood. Uh, he's been deceased for a long time now. He's not alive, but he, he was right smack in the middle of it. And I had been subjected to all that. And I literally blocked it out of my mind. It's a very common, um, thing that therapists deal with. They know how to deal with it. Um, but it wasn't common for me. And so mm -hmm. I had to work through that. My whole identity got shifted. And it's been quite a journey. Never planned to write a book about it, but that's, I'm a writer. So that's the way it turned. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, changing our minds, repentance is so powerful. It simply means changing our minds. And it, you're right. It doesn't have to be a hard or religious thing or a really dramatic or drawn out thing. In fact, sometimes repentance happens just you know, by, by hearing the truth, we read in our Bible, mm -hmm. we're watching a Christ centered sermon and we begin changing our minds and we begin believing the truth, one of who God is and what he's done for us. And that that's repentance right there. And it doesn't have to be scary. I don't want you guys to get bogged down in this. No, no. The great thing is, is that we are seated in Christ Jesus far above all principality and power in every name that is named. And when we understand our identity, then when we do see those things, uh, it's, it's no big deal. One of my um, favorite preachers loves to say, I only look at the enemy long enough to pull the trigger. And that's my stance as well. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when we understand our authority in Christ and what he's done for us, you know, it we can have that freedom, but you're right. Sometimes it's a journey of self-discovery. Um, I know in my own walk, you know, there's anytime the Lord has shown me things, um, you're right. He, you are prepared to then take that battle. Um, what would you say to our listeners who maybe are saved and spirit filled, but there's maybe a place in their heart that they're still struggling with. What's your best advice to maybe begin with inner healing for that? 
Well, we were talking yesterday in one of my groups, we're talking about um, rage. We're talking about, you know, when you have outbursts of rage and anger, you go from zero to 60 over nothing. And, you know, someone would say, you know, how do I, how do I suppress that? How do I calm that down? I'm like, I said, that's, that's not, I said, you can't suppress it. I said, yeah. you, have, you have to get what's underneath it. I said, uh, you know, there's, there's something underneath it. And if you get to that, then uh, the anger will take care of itself. And that's usually what it is, is there's a root system, um, different areas. Uh, some people, it's a deep set shame and their whole life, it, they're making decisions out of this whispering voice underneath of shame. And until they deal with what's underneath the shame, you know, and really we get their identity in Christ, which is easier said than done. You know, we, we look at people, we're like, you know, why are you having that problem? Well, they are having that problem and it's deep set. It's, you know, in their foundation. It's, it's mm -hmm. you know, what they were taught. Uh, every aspect of their growing up years was shame-based. Yeah. And so consequently, you know, they're constantly defaulting to shame. It's like this default thing. Um, and they have to get uh, uh, healed. The word, the word of God is, you know, Hebrews, Hebrews uh, describes the word as living and it's active, dividing soul and spirit. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, good trauma counselors, you know, they've learned how the brain works, that there is a neurological pathway that can be readjusted, which mm -hmm. is a process, but it can be readjusted. Um, I, I know um, some brain brain doctors, we'll call them brain doctors, who know how to move depression, uh, you know, using electrical impulses, they can actually mm -hmm. move depression that has um, overcome certain people, you know, they're learning how the brain is working, God, God designed the brain, he understands yeah. the brain, um, you know, a lot of it is, you know, we say, oh, repentance, um, yeah, you just need to change your mind, some people, it's, it's, it's so deep, it, it's so deep, and it's neurological, it's physiological, so yes. it's more than just, Oh, I'm just going to change my mind today. Well, some things you can do that. Other things, it is there's going to be a real like shift and change in process, which reconstructs your chemical composition and structure. And it's, it's a lot deeper than people realize, especially with deep set trauma, those kind of things, deep shame, uh, deep rage. Those things are what I, I feel like my, my book is going to help people who feel like it's hopeless, like, mm -hmm. like they're, stuck. they're never going to get over it. No, you, you're going to get over it. It's just going to maybe take a little while. It's going to take yeah. some hard. Yeah, you know, and and I completely agree with you. I, I think there's many different components to it. There's physical components to it. There's spiritual mm -hmm. components to it. And, you know, there's um, emotional components to it. There's uh, generational things and relational things. And I think it's a process, but I definitely think, um, learning and discovering who we are and the power that we have is absolutely part of it. Oh, totally. Um, on my own healing journey, I've been through four years of trauma counseling. So I know 100% of what you're talking about. I, um, and, and there are things that happen to our brain. There are things that happen to our um, digestive system and a nervous system, like in different ways that, you know, control our body, things that even happen that we aren't even aware of. Mm -hmm. And um, it is a process, but one of the most powerful things I've learned through this process is that God loves you no matter where you are and he will use you no matter where you are. And you talked about that in your book. You said something, um, how you would go and you would minister and the anointing would come and you administer out of that. And then the anointing would lift and you would go back to feeling 
horrific on the inside, but God still used you and God still did amazing, powerful things through you. Can you talk about that? I'd love to, um, you know, in, in my estimation, the jury was still out, whether I was going to make it or not. I had my yeah. uh, accountability partners, prayer partners. I, I'm just very, very blessed. I had support. Um, I put just instinctively, I started putting prayer people around me. I uh, eventually went to my board uh, with my husband. I said, hey, this is what's going on with me. There is a possibility I won't make it. And it was the reality was, you know, um, I was willing to step fully out of ministry if I needed to. Um, but being like, just continuing to minister, it gave me a positive, constructive focus. And mm -hmm. I worked hard on having um, constructive um, coping mechanisms. Um, and I thought, well, as long as I can, can continue that, then I will continue this. If I start to break down, uh, do things that I should not do and, you know, get start to get into an out of control place and I was going to step out. Mm -hmm. um, but I had, I had people on notice. I'm like, if I collapse, you got to tell the story for me. Um, you know, and I, I just kind of prepare people that it's a possibility, mm -hmm. it. you know, um, I'm doing everything I know to do so that if, if that happens, you can't say that I didn't work on it, you know, and I, I wanted to have that mm -hmm. at least there. Uh, th that was a hard reality, you know, that it was possible. I was not going to um, continue if, if I couldn't, couldn't beat it, but God was good. He, a lot of healing, I believe is a wisdom battle, mm -hmm. you know, it is a wisdom battle. And then uh, grace for pain. You know, you got to know how to deal with pain constructively. Mm -hmm. And that, yeah. it, that's much easier said than done. Mm -hmm. You know, a big part of it for me is just been trusting God that no matter what is thrown at me, he will make good out of it. Mm -hmm. And he is with me in it, no matter what it is I face. That's really, you know, my two comforts that I, I hang on to, because I love that we're talking about this because I feel like some people have this idea that as leaders, our lives are perfect and we don't face anything difficult and, you know, and so yeah. I'm, I'm thankful that I get to have very real and vulnerable conversations with people. And I absolutely love that. Um, that's life-giving for me and it's life-giving for other people to hear that, um, that, it's okay to not be perfectly okay. And that the whole Christian walk is follow me as I follow Jesus. You know, it's not follow and do everything that I do perfectly. It's follow me right. as I'm following Jesus. I remember having candid conversations with some of my good ministry friends, even while well, ministry at the church and just, you know, telling them they, they knew the story. I was, you know, transparent. Uh, but I just telling them that, you know, I, I'm sorry, but I truly believe at this moment, I am the messiest person in this room. <laughs> in the ministry. So, you know, just, you know, just keep that in mind. And, uh, you know, and also, um, I, I really, I really feel uh, for those ministers who don't have a good support around them. And I know some that don't, um, mm -hmm. I've challenged a few. I've challenged a few because I, I see what's going to happen. They're going to go down because, you know, the, the seed produces after its its own kind, you know, mm -hmm. um, and the signs are all there. And, uh, you know, and I've challenged. I'm just like, you know, if you don't, you know, if you don't get some intervention, uh, you're, you're done. And uh, that is very hard for some people to hear. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm grateful for uh, being in a place that allows transparency and honesty mm -hmm. uh, is appropriate cover 
at the same time doesn't uh, is willing to have the tough conversation if needed. And I think that's the healthiest thing. Um, so, so I really would, my prayer really is that um, what I'm saying would help foster those environments or foster ministers who are on their own and in trouble to find that environment mm -hmm. and, and get some help because um, they won't last. They won't yeah. finish. Yeah. You know, when I first started out in ministry, I, it was like, I stepped out and it was like all of hell broke loose. Um, and, yeah. and I am so thankful. I had you know, I had mothers and fathers. I had five of them, wonderful spiritual mothers and fathers. And, um, and then the Lord would bring other leaders around me. Like uh, my spiritual papa would say to hold my arms up, to continue to contend for the victory. And, um, I'm so thankful for that because I think without that, I wouldn't have made it, you know, I wouldn't be sitting here and, and talking to you today. Right. Right. Uh, definitely have to have people around you. Uh, it's just getting to that place where I think maybe what we got away with in the body of Christ on that level, um, we, we did in times past, but no longer. Yeah. You know, the, it, it, we're, we're contending for our lands to be healed. And the right. only way, you know, in Chronicles 7, 14, um, the only way our lands can be healed is if we're healed. I mean, you know, I think we forget that we have to be healed in order to, to sustain land that's healed. There's a, there's a connection. And so I, I believe that's what God is doing. He is answering our prayers to heal our land by healing mm -hmm. us. Amen. I love that. Absolutely. You know, I was praying, um, this was a few months ago and, you know, you know, so many in the body of Christ have been praying for things to be revealed. And the Lord was speaking to me about, yeah. he was, he was first starting to reveal them in their own hearts. And yep. I was like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think when we pray those prayers, I think they're great prayers, but one, you need to know that God's going to do that in you as well. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. he, he never misses an opportunity to um, minister to us as well. Everything is always multidirectional with him. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and so I love that you said something in your book that I absolutely stood out with me and I completely related to it. You said, you said that every time the enemy came against you, you were weaponized. Can you talk about that? Sure. Um, I just finished a conference in um, London. Um, it's getting ready, you know, finish the ministry. I was getting ready to minister, I think, uh, leaving London, going to Sweden, I think. I, I could be wrong. But um, I just remember the conference was great. Miracles, everything. Um, like, just over-the-top miracles. But then the anointing lifted. And I just felt like crud. And that's when the Lord spoke to me. And a lot of that book is the words of the Lord in my worst moments. You know, mm -hmm. like yeah. a lot of it, even though I didn't say that, that's really what it was. And he spoke to me and um, he said, you know, the, the enemy tried everything to defeat you. Mm -hmm. And he said, um, but you didn't get defeated. You got weaponized. And, you know, a, a lot of justice for me has been through the books that I've been allowed to write. Mm. And so, um, you know, they've just been tools. I don't know. There's something about being able to put it down in a constructive way and then in turn release so many people mm -hmm. uh, as a result of that. I don't know. I just get a lot of satisfaction. I never really needed to see my, my, 
you know, human enemies destroyed or whatever, you know, I never really had a need for that. What I needed uh, was to make sure that my life uh, counted for the healing that God did in me for the work that I did. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I really like to see it roll down that way. And so that's been justice for me. I love that so much. You know, the Lord has a wonderful way of giving us justice. Mm-hmm. And I, I completely relate to that. I've battled um, not only the trauma piece of it, but I battled a lot of physical healing. And I always told the Lord, you know, that was my, that was what I wanted. I wanted to see other people healed, mm-hmm. you know, and set free. I have a vehement hatred for physical sickness, a vehement yeah. hatred um, because of what I've walked through. And I mm-hmm. think, and I'm sure that you can kind of relate to the same thing. I, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. There's all sorts of ailments that showed up in my body my you know I I didn't connect it at first but you know my my first really weird thing that showed up in my early 20s is there's this paralysis that started to set in my body Mm. and then um I was getting healed slowly you know and I just didn't talk about it and talk about the pain that was in my back all the time and my my legs would just quit and I never really talked about it Um, you know, and I couldn't get a diagnosis or anything and I just kind of, you know, doing the best I can. Um, but, but, you know, the Lord set me free from what was going on in my body out of Psalm 129. Mm -hmm. And that's about, you know, when, um, it talks about being afflicted from your youth and the furrows that are put into your back and that the Lord will cut the cord. And so when I got an understanding, it's like all of a sudden I've read that passage before, but all of a sudden there's breath on it. Yeah. I realized that, oh, wait, this scoliosis, this diagnosis of scoliosis, my back, I literally falling over, almost <laughs> collapsing because I couldn't, I, I didn't, my strength was gone. And, and um, all of a sudden I, I, I understood that verse and I said, Lord, cut the cord of the wicked off of me. And I felt the snap my back almost felt like I had a surgery, you know, and it was, in a sense, it was kind of painful, but that was the end. Um, it was the end. And just recognizing, you know, that, that the ailment was real, but the, the root of it, um, there's a spiritual component to it. Mm-hmm. And the Lord, he showed it to me. And I've seen so many people set free of the same thing, just right out of that passage, right out of my testimony, watching their back straighten out. Um, being able to walk again, um, so much of that. And it's just been, again, just been nice to administer, it's kind of like what you're saying, uh, administer healing as the Lord has healed me. Absolutely. And it's so funny because as you were saying that about that Psalm, I was just thinking we should pray for people to experience that today. Sure. And um, if you, if that would be okay with you, if you would like, I'd that. love to, yeah, I'd love to, you know, again, uh, that was one of the first real significant ones I've dealt with some other things, but, but um, the, the thing is, you know, the body holds, you know, and they've got studies about it now. It's mm-hmm. actually in the scriptures. I mean, yeah. you, you know, see it, uh, you know, about how the body will hold uh, trauma body will sound off. It's a message, mm-hmm. you know, what, what needs to be set right. But when the back, coils like that you know um it's usually not always but usually because of childhood trauma mm-hmm. and play what your body is saying is like i am bent out of shape over something that happened you know mm-hmm. and your body will bend out of shape um and so you know with that you know of course you you definitely want to release um 
the people who have harmed you, um, you know, and, and that might be a process, but I always know the Lord, he kind of, he'll take your, your first step of admission of forgiveness as a down payment, you know, mm -hmm. and he'll work out the rest of it with you. Uh, so from the heart, you want to, you want to release people, um, let God deal with them. And, and you just deal with the Lord right now and just, just tell the Lord, you forgive people who have, who have afflicted you from your youth. And just, mm -hmm. just that right now, uh, Lord Jesus, I just forgive um, uh, my father or my mother or that teacher or, or that spiritual leader. I just forgive them for afflicting me in my youth. I fully release them to you right now. And I ask for you to encounter them. I ask for you to work on their hearts. And I just wash my hands of the situation. Just give it to you, Jesus. And, and then um, I'm going to pray for you now for that cord to be broken. So, so just go ahead and put your own hands on your back, the part of you, if you're able to reach it, the part of you that's bent. And, and some of you are going to feel heat even as I speak. And that's the healing presence of God. And Lord, I just thank you. Um, Lord, as I ask you, according to that passage, to break the cord of the wicked, the cords of the wicked off these these precious ones off of their physical bodies and to snap that thing off of them and Lord for their backs to be straightened out for strength to be restored to them. Lord, I also speak Isaiah 40, 31 over them that in your presence, their, their youth is being renewed like the Eagles that they run and they are not weary. They walk and they do not faint and Lord, that there's a, a fresh run a fresh uh, walk happening in their lives, not only physically, but also, um, uh, you know, emotionally, spiritually, and Lord, that there is a fresh freedom coming uh, as a result of this encounter right here on this podcast yes, in Jesus name. And I want you to just do something about that right now. Go ahead and just, just uh, look for healing, you know, bend over, look for it. Uh, Some of you just need to start walking, running, do what you couldn't do before. And just really, really push through that. This thing is, is shifting. I, I can sense almost like a, mm -hmm. a things coming off of the backs of people. You've carried this thing long enough and you don't have to carry it anymore. Mm -hmm. Amen. I 100% agree. I can feel the Holy Spirit is presence and thank you, Jesus. You know, yeah. God, he wants his people free. He wants us light and happy and full of energy, full of joy, full of faith. He wants us free. And I, I just think about, um, how Jesus crossed the ocean, um, and the, the storm that came up, but Jesus said, no, I'm going to go through because there was a man waiting on the other side. Um, scripture calls them the, uh, Gadarean demoniac, but Jesus said, no, I'm going through because I want him free. And, uh, when Jesus came and set him free, he was so, he was so thankful and he was so in, in awe and he just wanted to be with Jesus. But Jesus said, go and tell the villagers what I've done for you. And I'm believing that people are going to be able to go and say what Jesus has done for them today. After we just, after you just prayed that. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, I am so thankful for this time and this conversation. If you want to get a copy of her book, you can, um, I will have links to it in the show notes on where you can connect with Jennifer and find out more about her ministry. 
And um, as always, be sure to check those out on cpnshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Jennifer, is there anything you want to say to our audience real quick before we go? Yeah, I just want to just encourage you that you can recover from the worst of the worst. And um, no matter how ugly your battle has been, God is speaking a good word over you. So so, uh, don't give up. Don't quit. Keep going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Absolutely. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for being here with me today. It was a pleasure and an honor. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. Seven 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 eight, And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.